The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why is shame such a powerful emotion? How does it affect us mentally, physically, emotionally? I'm Nadia Davis. I'm a mom, author, attorney, and kundalini yoga teacher who has experienced public shaming that brought me to my knees. On this podcast, I'm going to tell you how I'm living the work taking shame out of the shadows. I'll give you real-life advice and skills to take away with you throughout your day. You'll hear from powerful guests who have overcome trauma and emerged stronger than ever. You too can ban the shame within and around you. Join me. You are not alone. Hi, everyone. It's Nadia, and Happy New Year. Welcome back to Home is Within You, where we transform shame into power. I am so happy that you are here and I encourage you to follow the podcast and to please share it with those who you think may benefit. Today, we're going to have a story time number two. This is story time for parents in recovery. Why did I create this? I created this because as parents in recovery, it's so hard to bury ourselves out of the shame that we have from our addiction, from how we handled uncomfortable feelings and pain and hardship. And I am here to attest that all the hard work is worth it, whether in therapy, in 12-step recovery, in our own meditative personal time, in building healthy relationships, in whatever it is that you might be doing to dive deeper into uncomfortable feelings. Because therein lies all the gems and all the wisdom that we then get to share with our little ones, mainly through being present as a parent. 2023 had so many different important blessings mainly in relationships and in personal learnings. Relationships with my children and in building true friendships with others. My personal learnings were absolutely through choosing to be solo 
for the majority of the year. In February, it will be an entire year. And the learnings that I gained were so incredibly valuable. Just four years ago, I would have never imagined a book release through a publisher last April and being invited to host this podcast through the Mind Body Spirit FM network. But most of all, most of all, where me and my children are at today. During these past holidays, I can't even tell you how beautiful it was. It was probably the most meaningful holiday that I have had since I was like a child. In the moment, being able to be present truly for my kids. Being present, what does that mean and how how can we get there? I'm doing a core wound series that I hope will help you to identify the core beliefs that our mind latches onto that separates us from the ability to be present and from our true selves and each other. So I encourage you to not only check out episode one and two where I review those, but the Core Wound series number one, and then the second one that will come out after this story time. What does it feel like to be present as a mom, to be present for myself? I have learned from Dr. Polter that the bridge between immaturity and maturity lies with the ability to sit with uncomfortable feelings. The ability to sit with uncomfortable feelings lies with having gone through all the hard times and embracing, embracing them, not running away from them, not avoiding it with everything on the outside, but being able to create a space within me that I call home. Being able to just sit with the thoughts and feelings. For me, it determined how honest I was with myself, how honest I was with others. And I learned that it is not about right and wrong. It's about the underlying truth of the matter. And I was able to get out of just this right and wrong thinking. I call it like an ego mind thinking versus a soul thinking, but I'm going to make it relatable. I'm going to make it relatable here through the story time. If we can't build an ability to sit with uncomfortable feelings, we lose the gems that can be gained in the self-awareness of why this fear Where is this coming from? And we enter that grin and bear it, that mode where it's nothing but projecting those feelings onto others, including our kids, including those that we most care about. And 2023 was really a year of healing healing from a lot of layered 
projections from another that got me so deep in pain that by the time I was entering 2023, I really had to reconnect more and more to that home within me to say, who does this belong to? And more and more I was able to recognize projections. And I was able to get out of another's and build a strong sense of the truth within me. Over the year, in building that ability to sit with the uncomfortable feelings and in self-awareness, I realized I was no longer going to deny the instinct of fear. I was going to take note and I was going to listen. Because the fear that I had had in the beginning of a relationship in 2022 were valid fears. And throughout 2023, that daily maintenance became, what is this feeling? Just like I teach with my kids, what is it that you are feeling? Put a name on it. What is it telling me? What is it telling you? For me personally, it was I needed to see I can trust someone. And in 2022, I ignored those instincts in this just longing for joy. And in giving unconditional love, I got myself into a relationship with another that had no ability for self-awareness and honesty. And throughout 2023, the more I grew this ability again in that home within me to sit with uncomfortable feelings, I realized my instincts were right on. And as my children saw that stability, that strength, that grounding, throughout the year, they settled into a beautiful space where all the hard work from the years before, over the four years before in particular, and my work with them, just settled in settled in over the summer in particular, and they began to build real deep faith in our family situation. A faith and a grounding within themselves that only was possible through the faith and grounding within myself. So today, the blessing of all of that is told in this story time for parents called mm, The Bouncy House and the Mountaintop, The World of Dinosaurs, a kind of retail store-sized place filled with all kinds of different bouncy houses and mazes and basketball things and all kinds of stuff. And 
It's always been interesting to navigate when the twins have a play date with just one friend. And so I prepared myself before to ensure that they each were getting equal time with their friend. Now, you know, imagine imagine the setting, okay? I, I knew there would be some squabbles. I knew that there would be some competition. And so I was realistic. They were in a bouncy house and all three communicating their longings, their desires all at the same time is literally impossible. So they're in this bouncy house that kind of had a slide and a maze in it. And I'm sitting out of it watching and one comes out and they clearly had had a squabble. He uh, was upset and said, you know, they're not playing with me and sits down on the bench with me. The other two are still playing inside the bouncy house. Now, when the others came out, they each had a different interpretation of who was wrong. I had already heard my son's exclamation. His solution was, he wanted to leave. The others was they wanted to go back in and still play and stay. So I explained that we weren't leaving and let's figure this out. Let's sit in your uncomfortable feelings. So my son went back in and came out, you know, um, I don't know, several minutes later, the other two went on playing in another bouncy house. They weren't happy with what I was asking of them. But I watched my son alone, you know, with his head down and sitting in his uncomfortable feelings alone with himself. And I was so happy for him. No, not that I want my son to feel left out, not that I want him to feel misunderstood, but with the fact that he is building the ability to sit in what the heck is going on within him. That same very skill that I had to reinvigorate the entire year of 2023 to uncover the deeper learnings. So as he sat alone on a chair, coming back out, walking back towards me, I told him, I am so proud of you. There you were sitting in your feelings rather than acting out. Dr. Polter taught me, taught all of us in the recent episode released with him, the bridge between immaturity and maturity lies with the ability to sit with uncomfortable feelings. That was the key to being able to be present for my kids throughout this past holiday season and throughout life. Within that ability that I was observing my child in, 
it holds the answer to free ourselves from what is limited right and wrong thinking. Years ago, I was stuck in that. I was stuck in prove you are right, prove your truth on everything outside me. Fight the label, prove you're a good mom, everything. And that only led me more and more disconnected to the truth within me. That I loved my children and was doing the best I can to manage my mental health and addiction issues. So intertwined, so interrelated. And once I realized that that was the truth and I had to prove nothing to anybody outside me, everything slowly became more and more calm within me. But I didn't have that tool growing up as a child. I had to gain that through a home within me later in life. To be able to verbalize this to my son in the midst of a multi-bouncy house environment and watching him reinforcing this tool, having him perhaps even get out of the shame that he was feeling that he was feeling that way. I am so proud of you, son. Flipped any idea that he had in his head that was shame-based about feeling left out, about feeling down, about feeling misunderstood. And he looked up at me, and his whole demeanor changed. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. His twin brother and friend come back to the bench we're sitting on. And, you know, I explained, 
This isn't about right and wrong. He has one interpretation of what happened. You have one interpretation of what happened. He has one interpretation of what happened. Three interpretations. It's not about that. What is the truth here? You guys all care about each other and you all want to have fun. Right? So, what are we going to do? Everyone gets a timeout. Everyone is going to sit here and ponder what they truly want and care about in this very moment. Therein, each had even a short moment to sit in with considering the other side, to consider their own feelings, with the ability to sit with uncomfortable feelings lies the ability to be empathetic, sympathetic to another's truth and experience, most of all, but mostly, importantly, to our own. When another does not have the ability to consider the other side, the other's experience, it is due to their own denial of their own feelings, their own shame, their own unwillingness to sit with uncomfortable feelings when exploring their part. So the cool thing about these couple of moments was they never got to agree on who was quote-unquote right or wrong, but they did all end up choosing to come together and have a good time. To disagree with each other and be okay with each's uncomfortable feelings and probably even consider that they were wrong and that that was okay with them because they were okay with themselves. Now, this could have ended up where they, you know, were completely separated, where one was walking out wanting to leave and the other two were going on plane, but they ended up playing all together. And again, They were okay with their own uncomfortable feelings. They were okay with not having the other agree that they were right or wrong. And they went on. They didn't ignore it. They didn't ignore the feelings. Had they ignored the uncomfortable feelings, all of it would have built up more and more throughout the day. And they would have, quote unquote, projected it onto the other, you know, called another a bad name, blamed the other for something, and whatever other ways that we see each other do as adults. The ability to sit with uncomfortable feelings is truly not only the answer to quality relationships, It is the answer to personal accountability as well as gaining gems of self-awareness. I would not have been able to note or even notice my son sitting in the uncomfortable feelings alone and applaud him for it. I am just so grateful that I've nurtured that home within me to be able to do just that, 
Now, call me emotionally mature or call me emotionally immature. It's not about that. This is about being able to be present for those in our lives. If we're in any given moment where there is an uncomfortable feeling, take note. Promise ourselves that we're going to set aside a time to say, what was that? What was that feeling? Put a name on it. Where did that come from? That, my friends, is a wise instinct speaking to you. We can't run away from those. We can't. Having a home within to sit with those uncomfortable feelings brings that ability and so many blessings, I promise you. Story two is called The Mountaintop. And herein lies an experience where I had a realization from the universe that all the hard work I did as a parent for my own recovery and healing of the inner child within me, again, was manifesting into this sense of stability, this sense of calm, this faith in me as a mother that they are safe and sound and could rely on me. For their winter break, the boys had wanted to go to the snow. And so I got tickets for what's called the Yeti Snow Play. Um, that's kind of part of Mountain High in the San Bernardino uh, Hill area. And, you know, at first I was kind of chuckling with myself because I'm like, okay, you're going alone with eight-year-old twin boys and this is nuts, but that's just how I am. I like to give them a lot of fun. And I was so overjoyed to just have the holiday season that we had both Christmas, New Year's, and just was, you know, reveling in the being present with them and set aside all my work. Now, we get there and they couldn't remember the first time that they went to the snow when they were like two or something. So this was a big deal to them. And with their Viking and fox hats on covering their ears, me with my braids and beanie on. We stepped on the snow and we're super, super excited. They have tubing there and sledding and they had a sky chair. We did a little tubing and it was super fun. We went over to the snow play area and kind of a <clears throat> prompt, uh, igloo type thing. And then midway, they said, okay, we're ready to go on the chair. So we get on. There's nothing holding us but a metal bar that can be put up or down anytime. And we're getting high. And Harrison suddenly says, mommy, what if we Bella was here, our dog? And what if she fell down, you know? you'd probably jump off and get her, right? And I was like, absolutely. If either one of you did, I'd jump down. And now, mind you, it's a 
height at that time, we're going up the hill and the height, the entire ride isn't like if you fell, you would die. It's more like you might break a bone. Um, so I absolutely would, I would jump down and make sure they were okay and get the dog. So to me in that moment, and as we're closing our eyes, as I'm closing my eyes and just, um, breathing deeply, I'm sitting there and saying, you know, this is so beautiful. I realized that my son had a, enough and a depth of trust and faith in me that I had his back, that I had our dog's back, that I was in a place for myself, within myself, that I would be able to do that for them. Now, this isn't like a literal thought in him, nor in me, but it's one of those silent truths that when we are able to be present and sit in our uncomfortable and our joyful feelings, there's gratitude. There's awareness of, wow, he knows, he said that that's what I would do. I don't know if he had that four years ago. I don't know if he had that two years ago. But I can say over the repeated lengths of stability and sobriety, that he has created this faith, this trust in his mother, in our whole family situation. And for me in that moment, I was eternally grateful. As the chair was rising and we get to the top, we got off and went around. <clears throat> There's a restroom and little cafe and an area where you can look out from the mountaintop. And the boys are just looking and we take a photo, of course. I did a live Instagram and we're just like enjoying the moment. And of course, the symbolism of being on a mountaintop is, is symbolic of, okay, you know, we got up, we walked one step at a time, and I made it back to them. And Eli then says, you know, mommy, we're on the mountaintop. We made it. Yes, dear son. Yes, we did. Maybe we had fear. Maybe we didn't. But we sat in that uncomfortable feeling going up to the mountaintop on the chair. Mommy sat in the uncomfortable feeling every step I took to get to the mountaintop to be together with you. 
Now, I am paraphrasing. I don't remember if those are the exact words. Probably. But he looked at me and he gave me the smile looking in my eyes. I know, Mommy. And it just was one of those moments where (laughs) I was present. Just as all the other moments in the years prior, having done my own work enabled me to not worry about the past, to not worry about the future, to truly be in any feeling that comes up in the present moment and to sit in it, just as I saw my young son do in the bouncy house. And so I encourage you, build that place where you can have a sense of a home, a sense of calm and safety within yourself more and more over this new year. If you can't sit in uncomfortable feelings, it's okay. Acknowledge that you are uncomfortable. Acknowledge it and tell the child within you, you see them, you hear them, you hold them. This is uncomfortable, but I am right here. If you are on a path of healing, if you seek empowerment, Check out episode one and two in the Core Wound series. It's a roadmap to discover the core beliefs that separate us from having the ability to sit in uncomfortable feelings. I promise you, the more and more that you do, the more and more emotionally wiser, mentally present, that we can be, that you can be. Home is within you. Home is within you. Sending a load of warm hugs for a wonderful new year and hope that you please share your stories as parents in recovery using the open mic icon on the Mind Body Spirit FM app. Share this podcast, and I am sending a load of warm hugs. Love you. Bye. You are not alone. If you are dealing with shame and trauma, please reach out to me through my website, nadia-davis.com. You can get a free band shame tip sheet and find out about upcoming events. I'd love it if you picked up my book, Home is Within You, wherever books are sold. If you like this podcast, please tell a friend, leave a review, and make sure to follow me on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sending warm hugs.
I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind Body Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts.